Taylor Walker from the Adelaide Crows, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Shannon Hearn from the West Coast Eagles. This is Nathan Jones from the Melbourne Football Club. Phil Davis from the GRS Giants. That's Brad Avery from Port Adelaide Football Club, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Number 41 in the 50 most relevant is a name that when he plays, he'll deliver you premium scores. The big question when it comes to Brad Crouch, our number 41, is will enough play enough games in 2019 to make his selection worth your investment? Hello, you with MJ. Welcome to another po- Coaches Panel podcast. I'll say that right at least one time in my life. Uh, and if you want to keep checking out the articles for Brad or all of the other players in the 50, you can check it out at coachespanel.tv. To help me talk about the older Crouch, I've got Fox back on. Hello, mate. How are you? G'day, MJ. How are you this nice day? Oh, mate, doing very, very well. And I'm excited to talk uh, about the Adelaide Crows midfielder. It just 23 years old. 2018 was a year to forget uh, for so many reasons and for so many players uh, coming out of South Australia. And they didn't play a single game in 2018, did Brad Crouch. And we will talk about why in just a moment. But if we take a glimpse just back to his 2017 season... There is some impressive fantasy scores in there. His highest score across the formats was against the West Coast Eagles. It was 133 in AFL Fantasy and Dream Team and a 138 in Supercoach. In 2017, which is his best fantasy season, he averaged 103.1 in Fantasy and Dream Team and 96.2 in Supercoach. Because he missed every single game last year, he does get a discount in every single format. And it's more noticeable in some formats than the others. He's priced at 418000 in Supercoach, 524000 in AFL Fantasy. Dream Team, that's where you're going to be paying the most for him, $641,700. Um, 2018 wasn't his year. It started with an abdominal strain that kind of interrupted his JLT community series plans. Um, however, then a more serious groin injury, some would even say OP, occurred. And while the club had hoped that with a little bit of rest, um, he'd be able to get back, the decision was made in June to get the surgery, to get the operation done so that he could be back full and firing in 2019. The bummer for that is we never got to see Crouch in 2018. I think Fox, the positive for it now that he's on the other side, and we'll talk about how his preseason is going in a moment, is we've got a guy that can score hundreds and big hundreds, at a discounted price in 2019. Yeah, what a roller coaster ride Brad Crouch has been over the years. So I can even, I remember going back to 2013. He missed the first round, uh, then he missed a couple more, and then he came back really hard in the end. And if you kept him, had him in your team, you would have done really well. I did. So <laughs> I that was my love of him. Uh, but there's a lot to like about um, Crouch. You know, he's, he when he's fit and running, he's not going to get the tag. He's yep. always in the gut. He, he's as consistent as consistent he goes. He'll always give you that 25 possessions and six tackles. Um, and, yeah, there's, a, there's absolutely a lot to like about him. And with the mid, um, with not being able to uh, make teams, it's going to be really hard to make teams this year, I reckon, mm. still teams. So you probably want a bit of mid-price in there, and um, he's priced very, very, very well actually in a couple of them. Yeah, in fantasy and supercoach especially, there's some yeah. real value around him, and you do talk about 
um, you know, Bray Crouch of when he's fit and firing is a phenomenal footballer and a fantasy scorer. In that 2017 season, it did take him a few weeks to get going. Um, but then he started to remind the AFL and fantasy community just how good a player he is. In 2017, he averaged a career-high 28 disposals, 7 tackles, 6 clearances, and 4 inside the forward 50s. Uh, he also showed some of that burst of speed from stoppages. He averaged 354 metres gained. And from just 17 games played during the home and away season, he ranked second at a club that ended up um, coming top of the ladder during the home and away season. He ranked second at the club for tackles, third for clearances and contested possessions, and fourth for total possessions. Not bad for a guy that played five games less than some other well-known crows. That 2017 season... 17 games, he scored over 100 in 11 of those 17 matches. Five of those were over 110 in AFL Fantasy and Dream Team, and he averaged 103 for the year. In Supercoach, it was just the six tons at an average of 96. But then if you look at the final series, it's even better for Brad Crouch. Scores of 124, 133, and 106 for Dream Team and Fantasy, and 120, 110, and 99 in Supercoach. And during that stretch in the middle of the year, a 10-week stretch, he averaged 110 between round 9 and 10 in AFL Fantasy and Dream Team and 102.5 in Supercoach. The, the question really with Brad is not will he average 100 or push the 100 average. He, he's going to do that. The question with Brad is can he get through a whole season? Yeah, exactly. He's... um. He hasn't played uh, in his av- season averages. He's played sixty-one games over six seasons. Yeah, um, and he's averaged ten games a year. That's including finals. And if you take finals out of that, he's averaged nine. Yeah, look, um, he, he, his games career kind of looks like a Joe Denley BBL08 batting scorecard. Like it's fourteen, eleven, zero, fourteen, seventeen, and zero. Like the consistency is just not there. He's younger brother Matt who was drafted a few years after him's already played 30 odd more games than him so yeah it's 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 been a difficulty um you know to have trust and even entering into this year you know it, it can have difficulty for coaches to confidently go yeah he's going to play every game no worries but I, I think the thing when it comes to Brad Crouch is the kind of Achilles heel for him has been during the preseason, generally speaking, when he gets up and running in the season, he doesn't miss many games with injury, at least of recent years. And I think the positive for coaches is at this point in the preseason, while he's not done everything, um, with the club now back this week, um, he's um, on a full program. He's been modified throughout the whole preseason, but he's entering 100% of the training load now that the club are back. And, and that bodes well for coaches that the club have enough confidence to be able to give him you know, the full training load, I guess, this early in the preseason. Uh, absolutely, MJ. And, and being priced at 76 super coach and I think 72 AFL fantasy, see, if he's up and going, yeah, that's that, enticing yeah it is and i know sometimes we use the um you know the phrase and it's probably fair enough to say it for him um that he's injury prone but just because something has happened historically it doesn't always mean that will always 
be the case. While history means we need to be wary and know that if we're selecting Brad, we shouldn't be surprised if he breaks down and gets injured. It's not like, oh, where did this happen? He's been such a durable player all of his career. Now, of course, he's not your fool. The history's there that he might not play 20 games, but it doesn't mean he's not. Um, Just cast your mind back 12 months ago, Devin Smith had never played a full season, yet didn't miss a game last year. Similarly, in 2017, Taylor Adams had never played more than 18 games in a year, and yet he played all 22 games in that season. So while history shows it's unlikely, um, it's far from a guarantee. So when you're picking him, you've just got to know he's going to score like a premium for you, but the chances of you needing to trade him out because of an injury are likely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, getting uh, ratios. Oh, um, I, I was about to say, we shouldn't have you on a uh, podcast without a good ratio. Yeah, um, 15 out of his 61 games, um, he's had a, 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 the ratio hasn't been that, yeah, has been good. You know, for kicks to handballs. So okay. only out of 15, so 24.59%, uh, he's kicking more than handballing. Okay. So if he gets a few more kicks, Maybe a, uh, an extra goal a game. Yeah, that can push your score up. Yeah, I think you know where where is is priced at for you. You know, you you're getting some great value. Um, that is for sure. I'll, I'll probably pass on him in, in AFL Dream Team, given his price tag and even just the strategy I'm looking at. Supercoach, he's certainly on the watch list with all of those bunch of mid-price selections that some we've spoken about, potentially some others still to come um, in the 50 most relevant. While in AFL Fantasy, I, I really think, given the multiple trades you get every week, um, it really does kind of minimize the the risks that you're taking because you get two trades a week, use them or lose them. I think I'll, I'll likely start him in that format. Yeah, I think it's 200k discount from last year. Yeah. Yeah, I think in AFL Fantasy, um, if you're looking for value in the midfield, then Brad Crouch, you know, certainly fits in that. In a, in a draft, this is going to be the interesting place when looking at building your midfield. Um, you, depending on the format, there's around 25 to 30 midfielders that average 100 or greater. So depending on league size, they'll probably go inside the first four, five, maybe six rounds at a stretch. At that point on, depending on the coaches that are in the league, you start looking for guys in the midfield that you go, okay, they didn't average 100 last year, but could they? And that's where coaches may jump and go and get Brad Crouch. Um, And so we could see him going maybe a few rounds earlier than he should, you know, inside seven, eight, nine, with some really bullish coaches going after him. Um, While I think it's a touch maybe early to get him that high, um, I'd be pretty happy with him as my M4. I could see a coach being maybe a little too excited and getting an M3. I don't think it's the right move. And you may even get lucky and pick it as an M5. But I think if I could land him as an M4, um, kind of across the formats, I'd be pretty happy with that. Yeah, very tough draft choice. Yeah. Um, because the injuries, you know they're scoring there, but nothing hurts you more in a draft is picking a guy that you know you're not getting more than 15 games a year out of. I think I'll pick him at 88. If I was in a draft, I'd pick him at... If I had the 88 pick, I'd pick him at 88. <laughs> if you were the 87th, it's still too early for you? I might go a little bit later. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, and that's the thing. That there's so many different strategies and factors that go into how you like to build your midfield. For some, you don't want to take a risk on a guy that's got um, you know, an injury history. You'd maybe feel a bit safer going for a, a Callan Ward, you know, who maybe might score five, eight points a game less than him on average, but you know he's probably going to play 22 games and you're not going to be forced to throw a couple of 80-odd averaging midfielders on the ground for him. So, And then you'll get a bullish coach that thinks, I don't care about that. I, I want those 105s when I get... So yeah, there's so many different, you know, kind of thought processes coaches look at um, to, to go and pick him. With his history, I think you can't be too bullish on him. Not in a draft. Not in a draft. I think if you're picking him inside the first six or seven rounds, it's it's too early. Um, Imagine you did that last year. Oh, gosh. And there were coaches that probably did. Um, you know, so, look, um, fingers crossed. When he's fit and firing, he's, you know, certainly, you know, one of my favourite players to watch. And, and fantasy coaches and keeper league coaches have, have long time been fans of Brad Crouch. So, Hopefully he's uh, over his injury history and he, for his sake, and us for fantasy coaches, get to see him play 22 games of footy this year. He's never had two seasons where he's absolutely not played a game. No. no it's, it's a good sign, isn't it? That's for sure. He will play. He will play. How much he will play, that is the question. It's not about will he score enough to be a premium because he will probably push that average of 100, if not a little bit more. The big question you've got to ask yourself is will he play every single game? And if you don't think he will, will he play enough games to make it worthwhile your selection? Hey, mate, appreciate your thoughts on Brad Crouch today. All the very best to Brad Crouch, the Adelaide Crows, and you too, MJ. Oh, thank you very much, mate. Maybe we'll get you back uh, for another couple of podcasts over the next few days. If you want to check out the article on Brad or all of the other players revealed so far in the 50 most relevant, you can go and do that right now at coachespanel.tv. That is all the details for all of the player articles and also the podcast links for Spotify and iTunes. You can go and just search for the Coaches Panel. You'll be able to find us, subscribe, stream, and download those episodes. And if you do want to be a part of getting some exclusive content and early access to the 50 Most Relevant Podcasts, you can become a part of our Patreon. All the details for that are at coachespanel.tv. Tomorrow, the final player of the 40s of the 50 Most Relevant. And last year... I didn't pick what I got out of him last year, but I was so glad to be on the ride. <laughs>